This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. But let's get to what everyone really wants to know, Chelsea, which is the statistics when it comes to the coin flip in the Super Bowl. Because I just got this sent to me. Bill Rowland, our executive producer, sent this my way. So if you look through 56 Super Bowls, Tails has been the winning side 29 times. Heads has been the winner 27 times. So if you bet $105 on tails in every Super Bowl at odds of minus 105, you've won a grand total of $65 over 56 years. <laughs> That's an average return of $1.16 per year. Who needs the stock market? Forget about your ETF funds going into the bond market, the treasury market. Forget it. You just bet on heads or tails. Now you got to be patient here, but you can win if you bet on tails. However, here's the thing. Four of the five most recent coin tosses have landed on heads. And the big one is for eight straight seasons, for eight straight years, the team that has won the coin toss has lost the Super Bowl. So as it stands now, if you win the coin toss, you might as well just go ahead and head back to the locker room because you're not going to win. Yeah, uh, and here's where you have to be careful with the coin flip. You can take whatever stats you want to know. And like mm -hmm. you said, it looks like it's almost 50-50 with a slight nudge to tails never fails. But still, this is like playing roulette where each and every spin has its own separate probability. Like the last spin has no effect on this spin. So that's why I feel like these metrics and these trends with the coin flip are useless. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I know you're right about that. Here's the thing, though. Why is it? You know why people like Tails? Because Tails Never Fails is such a great tagline. It's such a great thing to throw out. Like, Tails Never Fails. Does anyone say anything when it comes to heads? Is there any no. saying? Like, put it to bed, it. heads. Makes, you know, that's <laughs> terrible. No, put it to bed. Like, that's like, yeah, don't ever say that. You know, I've never heard anything when it comes to heads. Like, heads is boring. Tails Never Fails is slick. Heads. It's just heads. You know, I think that's part of the appeal for tails. Yeah, we need to start the marketing team for heads because it's been lacking over the past few years. Isn't that what people always pick tails? But here's the thing. It depends on what the person does with the coin flip, because if they just flip it and I think it lands yeah. on the ground is how they do it in the Super Bowl. But yeah. if you're playing just on the street or whatever and people do the thing where they flip it they over flip on it. their hand, that's when tails never fails. That's my analysis. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You know what? You know what they should do? They should, the NFL should blow everyone's mind is that they should have a like a magician dressed as a referee no, no. or whatever. And what they do is they flip up the, the coin, right? And he catches it, 
and he he smacks it on the back of his wrist or back of his hand and then all of a sudden he pulls out like a magic handkerchief of many different colors and people are like what the hell is going on here it'd be awesome but of course they they would never have that sort of sense of humor to do that i just think it would be great okay Chelsea. yeah I'm, i was gonna say <laughs> not great for the nfl is rigged crowd <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> You flip over the coin, and then all of a sudden, you reach behind Jalen Hurts' ear, and like a pigeon flies out. And you're like, oh, incredible. <laughs> Nobody expected this from the National Football League. Let's get into Super Bowl 57. No shenanigans like that in Glendale. It is Sunday, February 12th, 6.30 p.m. kickoff. So we have about 10 days away to get ready for this game now. Chiefs and Eagles. Eagles laying a point and a half. Eagles minus 120 on the money line. The Chiefs even money. Total set at 49 and a hook. So we've got a, a bunch of random gambling nuggets here. Some of them going all the way back to the very first Super Bowl where I believe – I hope this is right. I think the Packers beat the Chiefs back then when that was the, what, NFL versus the AFL. And we're going to decide if these trends are useful or useless. So let's start with this one. The Chiefs are 8-11 and 11 against the spread this season. They had the sixth team to reach the Super Bowl with a losing ATS record. Four of the previous five lost the Super Bowl. Also, there are 11 losses against the spread, most ever by a team entering the Super Bowl. That 8-11 record against the spread, second worst percentage entering the game. So only the 1997 Packers were worse. They were 6-9-3 against the number. And that Packers team lost to the Broncos as 11-point favorites in Super Bowl 32. So as it pertains to the Chiefs, not good against the number. Is this useful or useless? I'll go useless because we're not talking about a big spread here. The spread is only a point and a half. And also the Chiefs are getting points, which if you look at the course of their season, that is not the case uh, for most of these games for the Chiefs. I believe they have only been underdogs in a few games, maybe two games mm -hmm. this season. So it's a team that has been winning. They got to the Super Bowl for a reason. And also on the other end of this equation is not an upstart team that is like, you know, really come on hard down the stretch. Because I think you look at last year's Super Bowl and you say, oh, the Bengals getting three and a half. That's a steal. Right. You're over the key number of three. It's a team that's been a get good against the number all season long. Yeah, I'll take the Bengals. But this year, you look at the Eagles, and they haven't been great against the number either. Just 10 and 9 ATS. So I think this trend is useless. I think it's useless too, but only because the Chiefs are dogs. If the Chiefs were favorites, I would find it useful. Now, one trend that we don't have listed here, which I read, is that as an underdog, I believe in his career, Patrick Mahomes is 7-1-1 one, and one against the number. And I find that very interesting because generally the Chiefs are not underdogs. So when you say, all right, this season they're 8-11 and 11 against the spread, that doesn't surprise me because the Chiefs are always just a little bit overvalued in the market because people love betting on the Chiefs. And also because, what was it, like two, two and a half years ago, the Chiefs were machines at covering the spread. They were dominating everyone. And I think people are still feeding into that idea. Kansas City covers, Kansas City covers. That's not necessarily the case. Let's move to the Eagles now. Nine and three against the spread this season when Jalen Hurts starts, and they're favored by eight points or less. We'll get to MVP voting here in a second because we got another trend to talk about. But when it comes to the Eagles, 9-3 gets a number when Jalen Hurts starts and favored by eight points or less. Useful or useless? 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I'll say a little useful. I don't think it's Mm -hmm. completely useful. Like there are some useless uh, attributes to it. Because when you have this many qualifiers on a trend, it's like, oh, they're, you know, whatever and whatever when this and this and this is the case. It's like, okay, when there's a full moon on a Tuesday, you know, those kind Mm -hmm. of trends I don't normally like. But the Eagles have been good in these games where the spread has been relatively close. I think that's the bottom mm-hmm. line for this trend, 9-3 against the number uh, when they're favored by eight points or less. Uh, so, yeah, it's useful. But still, we are talking about a one-game sample size in the Super Bowl where it's hard to look at trends because it is squarely just matchup-based for me. Like, I'm not looking mm-hmm. at these numbers because the number is so tight. We're talking about a spread of one and a half. I don't think either yeah. of these teams are like super overvalued or undervalued because I think last year, going back to the Bengals, it was a team that the market was not high enough on and they continued covering these numbers. Not the case for either of these teams. Both of these teams have been good all season long. So I will go useful, but not supremely useful. I, I think so too. And also I feel like some of this is skewed too early in the season. Like we thought the Eagles would be good. I don't I don't know many people that thought they were going to be this good and that Jalen Hurts was going to be this fantastic this season. So, you know, when you cover a number very early on, it takes a while for the market to catch up to you. And eventually at the end, the market caught up to the Eagles, but not early on. So it's useful to a point. Certainly the Eagles do a great job of covering the number when Jalen Hurts is in that lineup and that spread is within that range. But I don't read too, too much into it. How about this? Jalen Hurts is seeking to become just the fifth favorite to win Super Bowl MVP in the past 15 seasons. The most recent betting favorites to win MVP in the big game, Patrick Mahomes, 2019, Tom Brady, 2014 and 2016, and Aaron Rodgers in 2010. Useful or useless? I think there's some useful nuggets in there because, yes, mm-hmm. it's he's only the fifth favorite in the past 15 seasons, but a lot of those are in recent history. It's been a lot of quarterbacks. So yeah. I think I'll look at recent history and say, I will use that part of the nugget to my advantage and say, Jalen Hurts becomes, uh, you know, he looks to be one of uh, a long list of quarterbacks who have won Super Bowl MVP over the course of the last few seasons. So I will twist it to my advantage and make it useful. Yeah, I think that's the one way to look at it, which is not necessarily who the favorite is, because you can be the favorite or second favorite. Ultimately, I think what I take away is more often than not, as we know, it's going to be a quarterback. I know last year was Cooper Cup. That wasn't necessarily special circumstances, but on the whole, if you're looking for an MVP, you look towards a quarterback. How about some more trends, Chelsea? 
And get this, you talk about how sharp the books are. We always say, man, the NFL, those lines when it comes to the National Football League, always on point. Well, not surprisingly, that holds true in the Super Bowl. Through 56 Super Bowls, favorites and underdogs are a straight-up even 27-27-2 and two against the number. However, underdogs have had the upper hand recently going 8-7 and seven outright and 10-5 and five against the number in the past 15 Super Bowls. So overall, no real advantage, but recently the dog has had the advantage. Useful or useless? I think this is useful and that it shows that, you know, the book's numbers are usually pretty spot on, but in a sense of trying to find a side for this game, it's useless because doesn't it say that it's basically a coin flip where there's no advantage to betting either side? So I don't think for us as analysts, this is a useful stat because there's nothing we can glean from it. Here's one thing I would say. Does it speak to the fact that, look, generally the the genuine the general casual better right tends to bet favorites right if you're not betting a lot you you have to learn that lesson early on i feel like if you're starting to bet for the first time you automatically are drawn towards the favorites right and then i think maybe over time because sports betting has proliferated and become legal in many states easier to do there's been the advent of online gambling do you think maybe that the books have caught up to that and say, we know people are going to bet on the favorites that pushes up the number and therefore there's value on the dogs because more than ever, you've got casual gamblers throwing money at the big game. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're still setting the line correctly because they're still getting money from sharps and people who know mm-hmm. what they're talking about. And we saw that this line opened as the chiefs favored. And we saw immediate sharp action that flipped this line to the other side. So I think the books are aware of it and maybe it goes into it somewhat, but still they're setting these lines and prices so they don't get hammered by the sharps who are wagering lots and lots of money. 33 states have now legalized sports gaming. I'm waiting for all 50 and Puerto Rico and Guam and every United States territory. We got to get this across the board. Chelsea, before we go to break here, let's look at the history of over-unders in Super Bowls. The past four have gone under. All-time unders 28, 26, and 1, excluding Super Bowl 1. So my question here is, Yes, that's a, a a small lean to the under, but haven't we seen the last seven games in this year's playoffs all hit the under? Yeah, we have. So eventually they're going to hit an under or an over, one would think. But still, these are games that are completely different teams, and I don't think you take much from this trend. I initially thought that maybe the under hit more because casual bettors love betting on the overs. But yeah. these numbers kind of disprove that. Like, that's not a significant trend when unders are 28, 26, and 1. That's not, you know, overwhelming. So I feel like yeah. I can't even make that point. It just goes to show how good the books are. Again, when it comes to the spread, 27, 27, and 2 against the number, be it a favorite or underdog. And we look at the totals all time, 28, 26, and 1. I mean, it's essentially a coin flip, which is exactly what the books want because they want action on both sides and it looks like now when you look at this super bowl in glendale super bowl 57 it looks like the total has inched up from 49 and a half to 50 and a half so i think you like the over right i know it's not an official play but i think that's your link correct uh yeah i definitely won't be playing a total i think mm-hmm. but yes 
I think the point I was trying to make the other day is if you like the over, bet it now because it's only yeah. going to go up because those casual bettors will uh, build that line up, and we've already seen it. Yeah, absolutely right. In fact, it would not shock me because we still have – 10 full days before the Super Bowl takes place. We're going to still see more and more action, I think, as the game goes on or as the buildup goes on. So wouldn't surprise me if that total inches up even more. So you're right. If you like the over, get it now. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.